This is Good Hope FM News. Rural Development Minister Kuchele Kwenti has acknowledged that there are challenges related to emerging farmers across the country who still need support. He's had a meeting with discouraged emerging farmers around Uppington in the Northern Cape who've called on government for assistance. The farmers told him inexperience has cost them greatly, with some losing everything. But they believe that proper infrastructure, mentorship and financial assistance would change their fortunes. Here's how Kwenti replied. I'm happy that you've told me this. I'm going to I'm going to follow it up. Just take my number and I'll give you my number. So you can give it to them as well. I would like to come and meet with them, especially the farmers like this, so that we can assist them and become more productive. Because they know what they need really is support from, from apart from mentorship. They they do need infrastructure to support them. So I'm I'm very, very I'm very happy to, to visit them. And, and, and talk to them and see what they need and then assist them. Two South Africans rescued in Nepal are joining rescue efforts in the country. Kate Aronsa and Mark Sherman are trapped on the popular, or rather were trapped, on the popular Langtam path for six days. They were brought to safety by South African NGO Gift of the Givers. The death toll has passed 7,000 following the earthquake which struck Nepal a week ago. Aronsa and Sherman give the account of the devastation in Nepal. The world is so much more powerful than you are. You know, when boulders are coming down the mountain the size of cars, what can you do? So I think every day we were fearful and every day we thought about dying and every day we were grateful. And so six days felt like six months. As the days went on, more and more people had started to be able to get out and contact the embassies and plans were starting to be made and it actually gave us a lot of hope. Minister in the presidency, Jeff Radebe, has reiterated the national government's stance against any attacks and killings of foreign nationals. While visiting the northwest province recently, Radebe says the country has embraced or rather embarked on a multi-pronged approach to deal with migration challenges. The sporadic incidents of xenophobic attacks have left seven people dead and thousands others displaced in some parts of the country. Minister in the presidency, Jeff Radebe. We denounce any attacks and killing of foreign nationals. That is why the president has established an interministerial team on migration to deal also with the underlying causes of these attacks. That is why the issue of migration is going to be looked at very systematically and comprehensively to ensure that uh, these attacks must never come again. And finally, Human Rights Watch says it is now... It now has evidence that the Saudi-led coalition carrying out airstrikes in Yemen has used U.S.-supplied cluster bombs banned by much of the world. HRW says it has evidence that the bombs were used at least twice against Houthi rebels. Cluster bombs spread small bombs over a wide area and can leave unexploded ammunition buried in the ground. They are banned under a treaty signed by 116 countries, but not Saudi Arabia and the U.S. The BBC's Sebastian Usher reports. The charge that the Saudis and their allies were using cluster munitions was made several weeks ago. The Saudi military spokesman flatly denied it. But Human Rights Watch now says photographs, video and eyewitness accounts have emerged, indicating that the weapons have been used in airstrikes against the Houthi rebel heartland in northern Yemen. Most of the evidence appears to have been provided by pro-Houthi sources, but Human Rights Watch says it is credible. The group says the weapons appear to be of a kind that was supplied by the U.S. to the Saudis. For Group FM, I'm Sherlyn Barnes.